Today's show is brought to you by the M1 Finance app. If you have not used M1 Finance, you're a moron. I literally put together my entire home down payment by using the M1 Finance app. You can manage your investments. You can manage IRAs. You can create mirroring funds like those from Code 2 or Berkshire or any ETF. You can even collect interest by keeping your money in the spend account. And at any time that you have more than $10,000, you can actually borrow against your investments to 30% of how much money you have on. So quite literally, there is absolutely no need to have your money on any other app. Use the M1 Finance app, download it in the app store today. Today's guest of the Technory podcast, Jordan Wexler, co-founder, CEO of Early Bird. And if you download, or I guess subscribe to, if you download the podcast, you know about the newsletter. If you subscribe to the newsletter, then you know about Early Bird because I featured them as the top three gifts, digital pandemic friendly gifts in our recent weekly newsletter. I'm a huge fan of this. I downloaded the app. Uh, I signed up for pre. So when they're live in the app store, I can actually do this. I have everyone in my family waiting for me to be able to send this link to them because I am so tired of collecting shit and gifts for my child, Vivi, that I don't know what to do with. And quite frankly, we probably already have, or my wife has it on its way. And every single person says, what do I want to give this pretty little girl sitting over my shoulder? And I tell them money, just give me money. But you know, what's better than money? Fucking Tesla stock. Give me stocks. And that's what early bird does. I am so excited about this app to go live. I cannot tell you. So Jordan, uh, that's quite an intro, but welcome to the show. Um, and is there a better pairing, the M1 Finance app and, and Early Bird? Like this is this is like the, the the trifecta for me. So welcome to the show. Perfect. Thank you so much, Scott. Like excited to be here. So tell us about what Early Bird is first. Let's get an idea of what exactly the app is. I think I, I gave away the, the hint you can gift stocks, but there's more to it. So walk us through it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Early Bird is a fintech mobile app that really truly focuses on simplifying the process for parents to launch custodial investment accounts for their kids. And then most importantly, we allow friends and family to gift investments into their kid's future. And that is really the differentiator from us and everyone else is this idea of one, next generational wealth and solely focusing on that and two, making it a truly collective and um, leveraging your network and your community around the kids we love most to really collectively invest in their future. Um, and so with each investment, you're also able to record a short video, which adds a whole emotional attachment to the process of financial gifting. So ultimately these kids will have anywhere from 20, 30, $40,000 when they turn 18 and a priceless library of memories and videos from loved ones, uncles, aunts, grandparents, parents, whoever it might be. Um, and it's a truly wonderful gift to give. So people like me who are going to send these kids a video that says, do not spend this on fucking booze. That's what they're going <laughs> to like. I, exactly. I So you showed me this app. We did a call and you showed me this and I was just in love with it immediately. Obviously, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of Cameo. I think that there's a Cameo element to this. I have a company called Songfinch, which does music as a gift. And I, so obviously I love the gifting place. I'm actually talking to people about doing an app for prayers as a gift. Like there's, you can gift fucking anything. And I love that, yeah. but <clears throat> there is nothing more valuable than getting stock and investing. And I think anyone who listens to this show or, or subscribes to the newsletter knows that like, that's kind of my MO. My obsession is yeah. self-directed investing and taking that power. 
And I, I think that if you have a kid at an early age who's aware, it's, not, it's one thing to have like a tiger fund that grandma or grandpa put together for you. It doesn't really seem like you really have touch with it. This is something where from day one, you're accruing interest and people are putting money in something valuable for the, for the kids and for the family, not just some random, you know, tankered Tonka truck or whatever it is. You know, yep. like I, I think it gives a kid the ability to be monitoring their money early on, which makes them smarter, more savvy around money, more savvy around investing, which ultimately I think when they get to the $20,000 when they're 18, it, it like they know what to do with it. Totally. And I mean, it's really, you know, the evolution of the kind of new age saving bonds, right? We have this familiar story that kind of everyone that we've spoken to has some way or another, some grandma or grandpa that gave them some saving bonds or like some, you know, a, a share in Disney is a really common thread and it's a wonderful concept, but the actuality of, you know, when, when do you get that saving bond? What is a saving yeah. bond? Like, how does it all work? You know, I got the share in Disney. Where is it? How do I access it? Do I ever even get it? It's, it, it was a very disconnected process for so many years. And that's really where Early Bird came in to create one roof to solely focus on the ability to gift these investments in a really uh, clear and simple way to these kids. And, you know, as you said, with each gift, you are able to also attach this memory, which we've seen just incredible response from our users, because ultimately you are speaking to a two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old in 15 years. So you can say things like you just said, right? Like, what do you want yeah. to spend that money on? Don't do this, do that. And it becomes this really uh, uh, amazing connected experience where, you know, you're able to share memories. Um, I just did one for my niece where I actually did a tour of my apartment. And I was like, you know, it's 2020. I had my mask on my neck. I was like, it's coronavirus. Like, you'll probably hear some wild stories about this, but uh, this is where I live now. And, you know, you'll see this when Uncle Jordan's 50 years old. And, um, you know, it's just such a cool thing. And also, here's $100 invested in to your portfolio. So that's the part. So I love, like I said, I like all of this. It's like taking all the things I love about the gift economy and slamming something of real value. Um, you know, a lot of people sell sort of tchotchkes and things like that, that, that have emotional meaning and they're fun or they're funny or they elicit the emotion you're looking for. None of them stick around. The one that sticks around is actual money. You brought up the point, and I, I brought it up earlier about grandparents giving a tiger fund. You brought up the point that this is very common to buy a stock or to buy some sort of share of something, but it's really difficult to transition it or know how to manage it or where you get it. And everyone's, you know, grandma's buying it in a different place than I would, right? I'm on Robinhood or I'm on M1. Yep. I, I don't know. I'm not calling Edward Jones or some shit. Like, I don't know what's yep. going on. Yep. Yep. How do you, how does this work? Cause I feel like if I'm understanding this properly, when you open up the account and I put Vivi's name and social security into the app, it's her account. And I'm just yeah. sort of the custodian of the account. So how to yeah. walk us through how the money works is I feel like Definitely. If this, if this goes away, I think it's going to go, it creates a lot of uh, optionality. Whereas a lot of the things like for me, I couldn't get it until I was done with, like I had to go to college. Like there was strings yeah. to it. I couldn't just take it out and burn it on a car. <laughs> totally. So we've decided uh, there's two really great investment vehicles for kids. There is a 529 plan, which is really a college savings vehicle um, and is tax exempt for educational expenses. 
Um, and then there are UGMA accounts, uh, the Uniform Gift for Minors Act, which uh, is a, called a custodial account, which is what we are focused on. And we chose that because the UGMA accounts um, are much more flexible investing vehicles, and they actually are the ownership of the child. So that is the coolest thing about these. And they really lean into our three key pillars, which are financial literacy, financial empowerment, financial freedom. And to achieve those, you need an investment vehicle that you can really sit with your child, show what they're invested in, pick and choose things that you want to invest with them in, and give them that knowledge that this is their money. And when they turn 18, they will take ownership of this uh, brokerage account and they will continue to be able to invest in the same account for many years to come. So they can use that account to you know, put a down payment on their first house, start their first business, uh, whatever their dreams are. That's really the financial freedom element that, that we are trying to buy into. And so how it's set up is a parent onboards to the app, as you did, uh, answers a couple quick questions, and then we provide a recommended portfolio. So we've looked at the whole robo-advising world that has taken off in the past six, seven years. Um, it's been an amazing thing, truly democratizing uh, investing, making it accessible to the everyday person with apps like Acorn, Stash, Wealthfront, Betterment, Stockpile. But um, what we saw was that none of them were really focusing on next generational wealth. And so what we were able to do was take some of the best from all of these apps and combine it into a system that allows for parents to pick a portfolio, but then also customize it. So you can pick and choose specific investments that you want. Right now it's all ETF based, but very soon we'll be offering specific equities that you can invest in such as Tesla or Apple, or, or we'll have a, a wide assortment. I think that is brilliant. And I think when I talked to you guys, that was the part that really, to me, went next level. Because little side story, and I don't know how many people listen to the show have heard this story before. I probably talked about it on other podcasts. I got my start in investing on acorns literally just not that long ago. Um, you know, I was always aware of it. You know, I was a kid who would read the Wall Street Journal. I worked in commercial real estate and like I was, I wasn't like I wasn't aware. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the time to, to like do it the way I thought you're supposed to do it. So I started off on acorns, just rounding up savings into some shit. And it was like aggressive because I'm nuts. So like, just go aggressive for everything. And at the same time, I downloaded a Chicago startup called Top Step Trader. They have a blue chip app. I downloaded that little shout out to those guys. Um, and I started trading like one off pretend. So it's not real money. And I was at the top of the list for, I don't know, a week or two. And I got a big head. And I, I think I even uh, sent a message to the guys at Top Step and was like, I'm the best. And they laughed. <laughs> And I left the app and I downloaded Robinhood and I just started doing like a little bit here and there. And literally, um, I mean, I, I don't even mean to be boastful. Like I, I literally got my way up to about $150,000 with about 10,000 over about a year and a half. And then I started getting really sophisticated with it as far as like retail investors sophisticated. I started, you know, I got the M1 app. I started getting all kinds of other apps and I, and I started piecing together. Like this is my fund for like, you know, what I call the, the ATF, the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms fund. It's like when shit hits the fan, people like to get drunk and smoke and shit. And so, and they buy guns because we're guns. Americans are fucking weird. So yeah. I have that and I've got this like high tech and you know, whatever. So I, I have all these things. All of that started with a simple app that just kind of gave me guidance. Your app takes the first nine months of my learning curve, puts it into one, has all kinds of risk, like kind of protections 
and gives it to a small child so that by the time they're even 13, they are functionally literate in finance. And I think you guys have got like, you are on the precipice of something gigantic because I could have every one of my friends gift $10, $15 to Vivian. And I could pick, you know, apps that I think she's going, or I'm sorry, uh, stocks that I think she's going to relate to women led companies, minority driven, um, you know, businesses that are about social good, green, whatever. Those are the things that she will be aligned with. And we'll mm-hmm. find that as a child, I invested her in that. Yep. And I just, I, to me, that just completely changes the game because it's now, totally. it's an empathy play now. It's not just about money. And that, exactly. that is what I, I love. Yes, it's, it's the, you know, helping to design the future that you want your kid to live in and the future that your kid wants to live in. And that's definitely a core component of our app. You know, I think ultimately we look at this in different stages of life, right? You have the zero to five-year-old kid that's really parent-focused, set up the account and start investing. As you said, you put in $100 every month, you know, you can literally build an account worth dollars $40,000 in 18 years if you just start doing that. And I think a lot of us, you know, if you start thinking about what do we spend $100 on a month, you know, it's just, you can come up with some crazy shit. And ultimately, if you can set that aside and just keep it consistent, you know, the past hundred years, S&P 500 is up, you know, nine, 10%. And so, you know, you can't see return like that anywhere else. And then you have this six to 13 age where now here's the introduction phase. Now you can actually sit down with your kid. We're seeing so many parents, you know, with six-year-olds that are asking like, you know, how do I like, you know, invest and, and asking these, you know, wonderful questions and having that tool to sit down with them. And then, as you said, at 13, we will have a view only for the kid so they can actually download the app and own it themselves and actually begin to interact with it, engage with it, and actually know the importance because we take the responsibility very seriously that at 18, we need them all early bird users and kids to be sophisticated investors at that point. So they know, okay, this is my account. I have it. I'm going to keep investing. Um, so they don't end up, you know, some might, but most of them do not end up, you know, liquidating their funds and going and spending it on whatever, you know, they want. That's really the ultimate goal. So I want to dig into the business a little bit here. And I, I look at how I would do it. And I, and I don't know that this is how you guys are doing it, but I, I look at this. So let me backtrack for a second. We talk about M1 at the top of the show. Yep. Like M1 clearly, uh, I don't know that they qualify their success this way, but they, they definitely measure based on dollars under management. So they yep. get into the billion plus 2 billion. I think they were a billion dollars. Now they're 2 billion, maybe even closer to $3 billion under management. They are a long-term play, but they also know that their target customer is probably, if they're lucky, 33, 4, 5, but realistically 42 and up. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of topped out at like the 50 somethings because it's just tech savvy. And yeah. so they have like a 25 year window where yep. they could have this money and grow it. Now they have the potential for people to drop 25,000, 50,000, 200,000 a time in. Yep. You have a, the opposite side. You're zero to call it 18, potentially longer if you guys are going to build other pieces to this business. But you have 18 years predominantly of higher risk investing and lower sums, but more people, right? So like potentially you could sign up millions and millions of kids, you know, slash families. And each of them are over 18 years accruing interest on say $25,000 ish on average. 
It's like, what's the play? Like, is yeah. it you guys just having a shit ton of kids or do you view there as a vehicle where this money stays in longer than that? And you can open up other management tools for them. Like what, what is the early yeah. long play? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a couple. Uh, one of the biggest, most macro plays is, of course, the massive um, intergenerational wealth transfer that is happening over the next 25 years. Uh, some have it estimated at $30 trillion will be moving down that wealth transfer from grandparents, parents to kids. And we want to be the primary go-to in that play. And so, uh, at least in the States, we have a uh, 15,000 gift tax exemption uh, annually. So people can gift $15,000 per year uh, down to their kids as individuals. And we, you know, for now, we see building up the trust and, and really, you know, gaining that, that core user base of parents that love the app and are investing. You know, we truly believe in reoccurring investing. So, you know, we're averaging right now with about 200 parents, about 125 dollars per month uh, per kid. And we see that saying, you know, hopefully about there. But then we are hoping to be able to tap into that larger bulk sum investment on an annual basis um, and to really encourage that because it's really the smartest way to move funds down the generational ladder. Um, so that's definitely one key uh, aspect. But as you said, the name of the game is user growth and AUM. Um, yep. So how many parents and kids can we get on the app, on the custodial account, and how many and how much AUM, how much assets under management can we help to manage? Uh, what is truly unique about us, uh, and that needs to be constantly emphasized as it's hard to comprehend because it's so new, is this gifting component. For us, the parent is a core user persona, but also the giver is just as much of a core user persona in our app. So as a giver, you know, we see gifting as uh, it's innately transactional, right? It's one-off. You buy something, you give it, yep. done. Happy birthday, Merry Christmas, um, and that's it. We truly want to shift gifting from being transactional to transformational. So me as a giver, as Uncle Jordan, I can send $100 to my niece, record this video, and then there's a whole uh, user interface for me to be able to track that gift, see the performance of that gift, be able to send another gift, and be able to be fully involved in my niece's life because she's so important to me, and to be able to gift consistently year over year. And so with that, we have givers as this other kind of core user persona that can bring on parents, and then of course parents can bring on givers. And so for us, our user growth exponentially can scale. And so on top of that, it's really this, it all comes out of social. We all wanna be connected. That's the fundamental premise of this, of all of this, right? And uh, there's such an interesting uh, emergence of FinTech and social being combined these days. And we really wanna be on the forefront of that. So for the social side, being able to truly track the milestones, the life milestones of the kids most important in our life. Uh, the best example is yesterday, my niece lost her first tooth. Uh, so Uncle Jordan sent a $15 uh, tooth fairy gift. I record a little video. Uh, Caleb, my co-founder, knows Izzy really well. And soon he'll be able to see, oh, Jordan invested in Izzy's first tooth. And I want to match that. I'll send $15 too. I want to be part of that experience and be part of that you know, life milestone. And so that's that collective social investing that, that we see as the future and really where early bird is going to be able to take off. I, I think it's really smart. I mean, I, I think the, like I said, you know, you, you look at this in a couple different ways, you know, Robinhood is very transactional in nature and, and, you know, there's Coinbase, if you want to go to crypto again, transactional mm -hmm. in nature, um, they, 
don't expect everyone to keep hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in the app at all times. It's, it's tens of thousands and it's, you know, sometimes a lot, sometimes a little, you have quite literally ground zero. You have the ability to maybe not have as much per person in at any given time, but if you are successful, you can have millions of people because everyone is socially connected to this. Like once you've gotten the request to give, you have the ability to consider like, do I want to use this? And it just sort of takes this life its own. If you fast forward successfully 10 years or eight years or six years, even, I don't know what your roadmap looks like, but six years, you could have a million kids all sitting at around 10 plus thousand dollars, you know, across a thing. And and that is just each one of those kids probably for the most part has another 12 years left while they're still in your ecosystem. Yeah. And I think, you know, Beyond just the investing, one of the core components of early bird, as I mentioned in the beginning, one of our, our first key key value is financial literacy and truly yeah. building a better financial future for the next generation and finding ways to make sure that our kids truly understand what it means to invest, you know, what just the basic fundamentals so that at 18, you know, they are so much more empowered to make informed decisions. Um, this was, this was it's how it all started. My dad, when I was 12 years old, gave me some money in a TD Ameritrade account and said, give me one rule, do not take out the money. And I was like, oh my God, this is wild, I'm rich. And I just started to go so deep into what is investing, you know? And I, and I used my dad as this beautiful sounding board to, to, to sit with and, and talk with and, and, you know, what's a dividend? What are these basic fundamental questions? And um, with that, I was actually able to use that account to start my first business called Succeed Overseas in Qingdao, China, uh, that I built and sold in 2014. And I would never have been able to do that with, of course, without the capital, but more importantly, without that knowledge and the confidence that that gave me to, to dream big, to swing for the fences, because, you know, that idea that I, I knew what investing was, I knew I had this money and I could, and I could reach uh, for something bigger. So that kind of... Yes, the investing is critical, but it's also making sure that all the the financial literacy and those tools are accessible. I was going to ask you like background on you and in the company and how you got to there and you kind of threw it in there with your dad. And I think we, we talked about this, you know, pre-show, like there's something about being exposed to business and finance and things at an early age that, I mean, honestly, I am an example. You're an example. You could go and look at almost every very, very successful business person and in particular, I want to circle this around female leaders and business leaders mm-hmm. because of the way that this country culturally has treated women mm-hmm. and in minorities, honestly, to an even different extent, the need for literacy and finance early and the impact that it has on you as an individual is insane. Like you couldn't even yeah. really quantify. If you looked at all the people who are extraordinarily successful, the vast majority of them would tell you a story about being with mom or dad in a boardroom or handling money or making decisions with pertaining to money. It's such a, a game changer. And like, I would yeah. almost suggest people try this out just for that. And like, yeah, it's great that you'll also be investing in accruing money, which is awesome. Yeah, but learn yeah no, first. I mean, I've, I've always deeply believed in kind of one word that, that truly makes the biggest impact in all of our lives. And that is exposure, 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 yeah. exposure. And as you just said, right, so many of these success stories come from a parent showing someone, a kid, something that, that you know, we're sponges as kids. And, and, and you see that and you get that example set in your head and you can strive for that. And so 
that is really, you know, for early bird to be able to gift this to a kid that is one year old and you can see them. And then also to be able to speak to them as if they were 18 is this yeah. just beautiful connection. Um, so you're building up their investments and you're giving them, you know, true input and stories that, that uh, last a lifetime. And so, yeah, I think, you know, my background, as you just mentioned, you know, was, yes, dad really sat with me, gave me that um that that wonderful gift as a, at a young age i've been entrepreneurial my whole life started my first business in Qingdao, china where i met my co-founder caleb frankel for early bird which was a um, awesome experience known him for nine years and together about two years ago you know i this was a problem i was experiencing my niece was born uh izzy uh beautiful experience a totally head over heels and i found myself victim to spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on just the most ridiculous shit you could ever imagine you know oh trust me shoes. i can imagine I, we I, have I, a whole <laughs> closet full of shit, a whole basement you know better than is full of it <laughs> yeah it's crazy and like and she just like didn't wear it or outgrew it in, in, in like a week i was just like this is insane like i'm wasting my money so i proactively went into robin hood a couple christmases ago and i put in 500 dollars into uh, an index fund and just called it the Jordo fund fund I didn't think through the dynamics of, of how to like give it to her, but I wanted to do that every yeah. year. Um, and then my best friend had twins and it was the same story. Ended up in Target, looking down these aisles, you know, spent $400 on junk. I was just like, this sucks. There needs to be a better solution here uh, that we can easily and collectively invest in these kids' future. And looked at the robo-advising world, as I mentioned, all great apps, but none of them focused on solely next generational wealth and that's where early bird started. I was running a software development company called Agility uh, that has actually helped us to build the MVP of the app. And, you know, was exposed to amazing entrepreneurs for four years and just saw this uh, perfect kind of problem opportunity fit. And uh, it's been, you know, an amazing journey since. It is uh, without question, a brilliant idea. I have no doubt. I think, you know, like anybody else, my concerns in these businesses are other people will pop up with similar things and they'll have more money to market it. But the reality is you're one of the first and you've taken a really, what I think is a smart approach, not focusing entirely on finance, but actually focusing on like giving and sharing and educating and sort of the whole nine yards. Yep. There is nothing else out there like this. Like with, when you factor in the memories and the whole, the custodial piece, like it's a brilliant idea. And I am excited to actually be able to use this for my own daughter. Um, you know, one of the things that parents probably think about if they're listening to this show is how much money you have in gift cards. Like just yeah. that alone, forget about all the yeah. shit stacking up in the basement. If you just took every gift card and just put it on this, yeah. you're probably in the thousands of dollars. Totally. And 10, even 15 years that, with that. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Even beyond that, we've, we've had uh, onboardings where we do live onboardings. And uh, I, I swear we've had about, you know, 25% of the parents that we brought on at, after they've set up their accounts, they literally will pull out five to 10 checks and be like, yep. so could I now just invest this? And it's as easy as clicking one-time investment. Uh, you say how much, you can then record that video. We've had people go, this is from grandma Jackie, you know, a thousand dollars. Like she loves you. And you know, she's so excited for you. Boom, invest. Then you can just take that check and just, you know, invest in your own checking account. And so you live with some really like, great gifters, by the way, like you're giving out $200 <laughs> gifts to everybody. Your grandma's giving a grand, like what the fuck, yeah. man, this is not, yeah. my family is like $5 and a slap out. on the back. <laughs> you got to give it out. You know, you're sharing the I, I have to pad Vivi's account on early bird. Cause all the friends and family we're going to send this to her. I'm like, Oh, here's, here's uh, two nickels. Like, what? 
can I yeah, can well, I insert change into this? <laughs> Luckily, fifteen dollar minimum gift, so you'll be you'll be yeah. Paid. Well, I, I might have just priced them out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we may have to adjust that in the future. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. This is awesome. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, people go to is it getearlybird.io? .io. Is that getearlybird.io to sign up for early access? Uh, you will also be be able to send a fifteen dollar. Uh, first gift to to your uh, kid setup, and the app will be officially launching um, in the next two weeks. So we are super excited to to get it out there. Um, it's you know going to be one of the best last minute Christmas gifts you could give, um, and and we're just really excited to to bring this to the world. I'm excited to see it come to fruition, man. I'm uh, I think this could be a hit, and. Uh... To be honest with you, I just I'm just really excited about not having a bunch of shitty gifts show up in my house. That's <laughs> totally. that's where I'm at. Well, that's where I'm at. <laughs> It'll be the easiest way to to, to get rid of the junk. Um, you know, we one of our taglines is "Give wealth, not waste." We think that that is a really important concept um, as we are all trying to build a better future for for our kids. Could not agree more, Jordan. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yes, sir. Thank you, Scott. Really appreciate it. Of course, everyone listening to this show, you know where to find it. Subscribe to the Technory Podcast on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, go to technory.com. You can see the videos, videos like this, videos with the companies that pitch on our show that you can invest in through equity crowdfunding. And if you enjoyed this show, even the ad at the top and this little segment I'm talking about right now, subscribe to my newsletter, katoon.com for that or katoon.substack.com or go to technory. All of the .coms that we own will find your way uh, to this newsletter, which is fantastic. For anything else, you can follow and DM me at katoon on Twitter. Boom, that's a wrap.